Mind Your Farm Business on realagriculture.com is brought to you by RBC Royal Bank. Welcome to the Mind Your Farm Business podcast brought to you by RBC Royal Bank. I'm Sean Haney, founder of realagriculture.com and host of Real Ag Radio on Rural Radio 147. You can find more episodes of this podcast by going to mindyourfarmbusiness.com. Today's topic on the Mind Your Farm Business podcast is all about why you should consider an advisory board for your farming operation. Farming today is challenging on so many levels, and that includes management of the entire farm, with the added complexities of volatile markets, increasing uncertainty, and the traditional risk of making a living off the weather. Farmers and ranchers need to act as a multi-talented CEO on a daily basis. The challenge is that it is incredibly hard to be an expert in all the areas of business, especially as a farm grows and complexities increase. Getting external assistance can be a major benefit to your ability as the farm CEO to make better decisions that lead to financial stability. Let's hear today from a farmer that recently started an advisory board for his farm for all the reasons we just discussed. Jake Leguie and his family farm in Fillmore, Saskatchewan. Let's hear from Jake. Jake, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Sean. How about you? Doing doing fantastic. Jake, recently we had some conversations about advisory boards, advisory councils, and how they possibly could have an impact for a farm of any size or or size or scale of operation. Your name came up. You get you guys have been engaging in this practice. How long have you had an advisory board? We haven't had it very long. So we actually had our first live meeting here during the summer. We had uh, you know, a virtual meeting, I guess, in March, which was our first actual advisory board meeting. Uh, you know, with COVID and everything else, obviously we couldn't do it in person at that time, but we did during the summer here. So we haven't been at it for very long. And, and so what was that first push? What what enabled or drove you to come up with, you know, to really put this plan into into place, to actually have an advisory board? Well, you know, it's something I've been thinking about for quite a long time. And uh, we just started talking about it more as, as the ownership management group of the farm, uh, the four of us that do that, my dad, my sister, my brother-in-law, and myself. And we just came to the conclusion that, you know, we're reaching a, a size and a complexity that it would be beneficial to have an outside perspective, a different set of eyes to look at the big decisions, the big things that, that we're trying to consider to, to get the emotion out of those decisions as much as possible. And a lot of that is really just around family governance and, you know, trying to make sure that the structures that we have in place will make sure that this farm actually has a chance of making it to the next generation after ourselves. So it's, it's just trying to be proactive about some of that. Um, that's what really got us interested in doing it, um, deciding to do it and, and actually putting it all together was a whole different whole different thing. It took a fair amount of time to find some individuals that we thought would gel well together because, I mean, you get four advisors that all have the same background, the same experiences, you're not going to get a lot of different perspectives necessarily. So we wanted to try and draw in uh, some people that have a bit of a variety of, of a background, some in agriculture, some that have some experience outside of agriculture as well, 
to try and develop as broad a set of of knowledge as as we could get. Did, did you have a look at your own skill sets as family members, as a part of the management team? You know, what what are we good at? Where are areas of specialties? versus what the gaps are and we start there with the people we need to get on this advisory board or how, how did you how did you break that down to begin with i don't know if we would have intentionally made that choice but we kind of did it that way because part of what we were struggling with is you know none of us have worked in a in a big uh corporate setting so you know as far as governance and you know board structure and all that sort of stuff it, it's not something any of us have a lot of experience with in terms of hierarchy and you know what are the responsibilities of each of us around the table um so we needed a little bit of help on developing that now at the same time we also were wondering you know are we being aggressive enough at expansion or trying new things or looking at different opportunities outside of you know just typical commodity production those are those are questions that we don't have great answers for because we don't have the experience to do that. So those are kind of the two really key areas that we wanted some help with, but also around capital budgeting and use of capital, essentially, whether it's equipment, land, all of that sort of stuff. Those are big decisions and they have a huge impact, whether it's a farm that you could rent or, or you know, even more uh, complicated, I guess, would be to buy it. You know, is that a good decision? Those are things that, that we really wanted to get some extra help on. Did you really have to twist the arms of the people you approached, or were they in as soon as you said, please? They were in as soon as as soon as we reached out to them. It, it wasn't even a there – was, there wasn't much for negotiation as far as, uh, you know, whether they wanted to do it or not. It was – the question that we more got was what, you know, do you do you think you'll get value from me as, as an advisor? So – so it was, they were all, we got four of them. So, and they were all really, really excited about the opportunity, which made all of this a lot more fun. So how often do you intend to meet? We'll probably only actually meet face-to-face once a year. Um, all of us are busy and, you know, we don't necessarily need more than that, especially with virtual meetings and phone calls and all the other various ways we can connect. We'll probably connect with each other three or four times a year. Um, and then, you know, too, we always have the opportunity to speak to the advisors on a one-off basis if it's something more related to their own expertise. You know, an example of that is one of the guys on our board um, has a long history in, uh, in banking. So he knows a lot about, you know, the various places that our ratios should be at, you know, our financial ratios. Um, he's helpful around comparing us to other other operations he's been over the years so you know that's it's nice to be able to have that as an option as well to go to somebody like that we'll get back to more of my discussion with jake legui but first a word from our sponsor this episode of the mind your farm business podcast is brought to you by rbc today's producers are thinking hard about where they want to go and what moves to make to get them there a business plan is your roadmap to success without one it's easy to get lost along the way You can count on the services and expertise RBC offers to help you meet your business goals and chart a course to success. Visit rbc.com slash chart your course to find an agriculture account manager near you. So as a group, as a family group, 
did you kind of have to set some parameters? Here's the things we're going to discuss. Here's the things we're not going to discuss. And, and maybe more importantly, what are we going to do if there's disagreement <laughs> uh, amongst, the, amongst the advisory council on what the strategy is going forward? How do you manage that? Well, and I mean, that's, that's a good question because, you know, if you're an advisor on an advisory board and you make a recommendation or a suggestion, of course, there's no fiduciary responsibility for the advisor. But if he's or she is there and providing input and you're just flagrantly ignoring it, what's the, what's the point in them being there? And they made that very clear right off the bat that they don't necessarily expect us to, to do what they suggest that we do. Of course not. It's, it's our choice. But if we're continually doing the opposite of what they're suggesting, then I mean, why spend the time? So we do have to have discussions amongst ourselves about how we utilize the advice that we're given. A lot of that responsibility falls on me as I guess we do have some structure around hierarchy on our farm. So I have the role of CEO. So a lot of this strategic planning and governance and all of that falls on me. But we have discussions about how, how I guess, and what exactly it is that we're going to do with the advice that we're given. And I mean, we operate as a farm. We sort of operated as a board of directors, the four of us, I guess, as a working board. So we always have consensus. You know, we don't we don't go into a decision without having consensus from all four of us. And if it's a broader family issue, then you know we'll also bring in our spouses and, and all of that to make sure that everybody's voice is heard. That's, that's kind of what we try to do anyway. So adding the advice in from the advisory board just sort of adds to that. What, what did your dad think? You know, this is something that's kind of new to the farm. What was his reaction when you, you brought up the idea? Well, interestingly enough, I mean, over the, over the last few years, I've been kind of bringing it up from time to time in our meetings as, you know, something that we should be looking at. And, and, uh, he actually brought it up one meeting after I kind of got tired of bringing it up himself and said, we need an advisory board. Some of these decisions are getting, are getting too big and too complicated for us to deal with without having some, you know, some outside perspective. So I guess you could almost say it was, uh, it was his, it was him that got the whole thing going. So he was, he was pretty interested in it and he's, he's been very excited about it. It's, it's pretty cool to put four people in a room like that, and watch their their brain power go around the table as they sort of bring up these ideas and, and talk about it amongst you know the four of them and and with us as well of course it it's a really interesting experience and, and dad dad's really been uh, enjoying it too yeah and I know you just kind of got started with it but you know I think a lot of times Jake when we talk about an advisory board advisory council people think you know what that's only for the big farms, right? That sounds like a corporate farm sort of thing. But, you know, I've argued in the past that even if it's a one-man band and you're doing all the jobs, you may need an advisory council more than anybody because you're spread so thin on some of the strategic things. Do you agree with that? We all get tunnel vision and we always need somebody to just tap us on the shoulder once in a while and say, hey, why are you doing it that way? And if you don't have somebody outside of your operation to do that for you, then I think there's a lot of value in it. And, you know, the thing, too, is it doesn't really cost that much at the end of the day. I mean, these the four individuals that we that we asked to go on this, they're so pumped to be on it that, you know, it doesn't it doesn't you don't have to fork out a whole bunch of money to these to people that 
that do stuff like this. One of the advisors said that as long as he's getting as much out of the meetings as we are, he's happy to stay on the board. And he, when he walked away from our first meeting, he said, I've got pages full of notes. He said, this is, this is awesome. So they're enjoying it too. They're getting value out of it from each other and from us too. So, you know, you, you don't, you don't go into it thinking that you're going to spend, you know, tens of thousands of dollars setting this whole thing up. It is not going to, it's not going to set you back very much. It, it sounds like you've really structured it the right way, Jake. For farmers that are listening to this, what are some pitfalls or things to avoid in your mind? Well, I think that um, one thing that's really important with it is to go into the meeting very, very well prepared. Send out information pertinent to the discussions that you want to have two weeks at a time. Give them time to prepare. Set out some expectations. Set out a charter if you want to. There's lots of information you can find on that. I got a lot of help from Backswap Management to set this up. Um, you know, be really clear about your expectations of the advisory board and the and what you intend to do with the advice that you're given, so that as you go through this, nobody's disappointed in in one thing or another. If you're clear off the start, everything will work better. And have a a firm, developed agenda of what you want to talk about. But don't get so hung up on following it to the letter that you take away the advisors from a discussion tangent that they find themselves on because those are really valuable too. So be prepared, but be flexible. At the end of the day, Jake, what are you most trying to get out of this experience with an advisory board? I'm just trying to learn if the decisions that we make and the way that we govern ourselves is is the right way to, and I guess, you know, it's hard to say the right way or the wrong way, but is it the best way that we as a family with the personalities that we have and the skills that we have can manage ourselves as a team and to make sure that we see opportunities as they come and don't get tunnel vision, uh, you know, and, and just trapped into this whole thing that farming is, is just this one thing because there's a world of opportunity out there and having some people that can help us see those things i think has a lot of value hey jake i really appreciate this thanks a lot man and all the best to you thanks sean for many independent farmers seeking help is difficult but even the greatest fortune 500 ceos or startup entrepreneurs engage in the power of advisory groups to benefit themselves and the long-term sustainability of their organization. According to Jolene Brown, author and farm consultant, the structure of your council is critical to success, meaning that you really do need to sort out the seats before the people. Perhaps even before you figure out the seats to fill, you're best served by first identifying where the knowledge and skill gaps are on your particular farm. Whether your farm has 20 employees or it's just you, an advisory board could be just what your farm needs to take it to the next level. I hope you enjoyed today's discussion. If you have any feedback or comments, please email me at shaney at realagriculture.com or call the Real Ag Listener line, 855-776-6147. You can find more episodes of the Mind Your Farm Business podcast at mindyourfarmbusiness.com. Thanks to RBC Royal Bank for their sponsorship. And until next time, keep on minding your farm business.